The FT. Apple is renewing its assault on the living room. The company is in advanced talks with U.S. broadcasters, including Fox and ABC, to launch a subscription streaming offering with plans to create an online TV streaming service later this year. I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss this is Tim Bradshaw, the FT's San Francisco correspondent. Tim, thanks for joining us. So, Apple already has a TV product called Apple TV. Can you explain what is different about this new offering? Well, the main product today, Apple TV, it's a little set-top box that you plug into your television, and it allows you to download movies and, and a certain selection of TV shows through iTunes. And you can also use it to stream music and some video from your iPhone or your iPad to the big screen. And what we're talking about here is a subscription offering that would take something that is much more similar to a traditional television broadcast live, but over the internet, and put that onto the set-top box for a fee which is yet to be determined because these talks are still ongoing with the broadcasters. But I think the idea is that it would be a, a rather cheaper bundle of content than is usually available when you buy through a U.S. cable subscription service. So this subscription idea seems to be a kind of change for Apple. This isn't traditionally what they've done. How is this a shift from what they do currently? And what does it say about their plans, say, in other emerging kind of markets for them, such as music? Well, Apple pretty much invented the download music and then the, uh, the TV service with iTunes many years ago, and it has clung to that for a very long time, despite the rise of subscription video services such as Netflix and subscription music services like Spotify. Last year, Apple paid $3 billion to acquire Beats Music, the headphones company, which also came with some streaming music technology, and we're expecting that a new subscription iTunes service will come out in the coming months, possibly in June. And it looks as though Apple is taking the same principle to television and that it will hope to get a regular monthly fee from its customers rather than just a one-off payment every time they want to watch Game of Thrones or Mad Men. So as is often the case with Apple, this shouldn't be viewed in isolation with the rest of its family of products. If you're locked into a subscription music service and a subscription TV service, which you can watch on Apple TV, but also most likely on your iPhone or iPad, you're perhaps less likely to switch over to Android or another smartphone ecosystem. But it's also interesting because the Apple TV box for a long time was kind of described as executives there as a bit of a hobby. And it's only in the last year or 18 months that Tim Cook has started to kind of escalate that and say that it was something that they saw as an area of great interest. So it is an area they've taken a bit of a while to come around to. But finally, we're expecting something will come again, maybe as soon as June or certainly in September later this year. So on that point, as you said, you know, it has been seen as a kind of hobby or side project for a time. And I think in terms of the proportion of revenues it contributes to the company overall is relatively small. So are we kind of excited because this portends diving into a new sector in a pretty big way that they haven't done so far? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, 25 million units of the Apple TV box, as it is today, have been sold over the last few years, which for many companies would be a lot. And Tim Cook said about a year ago that it had generated a billion dollars to date. But actually, in the context of a company that turned over $75 billion in its last quarter, that's a pretty small contributor. And that's partly because there's not been a huge amount that you can really do with the Apple TV unless you are particularly keen on streaming music through your television or something like that. 
But the array of content that they have put on there has been expanded. You can obviously get things like Netflix and Hulu, but you can also hook into things like ABC and Fox if you have a separate cable subscription in the US at the moment. So will this become a larger revenue contributor? It's kind of unclear at the moment, but I do think it's interesting that they are taking on another new front. I mean, we've had the Apple Watch launch, obviously, coming up next month, and and we know that they're also investigating the car market. Suddenly, Apple, which was famous for its focus, is doing a lot of different things. And if it's trying to take on the big guns of the TV market as well, that really is a major fight. The US television market is a complicated one. I think what is interesting is that this is maybe a slightly less ambitious vision for reinventing the television market than Apple had originally hoped for. I mean, the talks with content companies have been going on for several years and never come out the other side. I think what's different this time around is that Apple secured this partnership with HBO, which is the company behind Game of Thrones and other hit series. And HBO Now, which is their streaming service, for which you won't require a separate cable subscription, is going to be exclusive to Apple TV when it launches next month for, I think, about $15 a month. And so that, to some extent, gives Apple an anchor tenant for its new TV service, and it can build more content providers around that. And to some extent, other content companies are being forced to rethink how they distribute their shows because of what HBO, Netflix, and YouTube are all doing to the way we all watch television these days. So we know the negotiations are ongoing with ABC and Fox, and there have been some niggles with Comcast, which owns NBC Universal. But if we talk about the impact for us as consumers, what do you think are the big things that clients or people who buy Apple products or consume TV might need to think about going forward? Well, it's hard to say without knowing exactly how all of this will shake out. But for American customers, there's suddenly going to be a range of different cable alternative services available. We have Dish came out with Sling TV, which costs as little as $20 a month for some shows and channels, including ABC and ESPN, the sports network. PlayStation View is Sony's live internet streaming service, which is coming out very soon and will be a little more expensive, but is potentially with a wider array of channels. And then we're still not entirely sure how much Apple will get, but there are kind of gaps in potentially all of those. As you said, potentially we're not going to see NBC content on Apple TV. It's not clear whether Sony will be able to get ESPN and ABC on board. So it doesn't look as though there is a kind of immediate one-stop alternative to cable in the same way that you can get everything that you ever got on cable, but for a lower cost. Equally, there isn't a sort of complete unbundling of the television market in the way that Apple perhaps originally envisaged where every channel is just reduced to being an app and you pick exactly a la carte what you want. So this is partly due to the many uh, complexities of the US television market where broadcasters are owned by cable companies who also own all of the internet services. Uh, The regulation uh, of that whole market is, is very much up in the air at the moment. So the potential for consumer confusion is great. But what Apple is often very good at is coming in with perhaps a well-designed new service where the interface is better than the clunky cable remotes that we've become used to. And, you know, it can sell simplicity and a sort of one-stop shop in the way that maybe nobody else can. What this means for the rest of the Apple TV world is an interesting one. I think it is looking increasingly likely that Apple will come out with a new set-top box at some point and that that could also include features like a full app store, potentially more gaming or even smart home capabilities that will be built into that. And those will be features which will roll out around the rest of the world, even if its subscription streaming service is likely to stay in the US for at least its early days. 
Apple disrupted the music industry, and it will be interesting to see what it does for the TV business too. Tim Bradshaw in San Francisco, thanks very much. Thank you. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.